Welcome to episode 5 of the Ilkley Lockdown podcast. I'm Ian Smith. In each episode, I'll be talking to a different person from in or around Ilkley, asking them about how the COVID-19 crisis has changed the world for them and finding out how they're dealing with the challenges it has brought. In this episode, I talk to Amanda Donnells Bewley, whose day job is as a consultant, helping charities to get their message out and raise funds. Since COVID-19, she's been doing something rather different. She speaks to me from the most unusual office environment that I've encountered so far while making this podcast and shares what she's been up to. Here's my conversation with Amanda. So Amanda, thank you very much for joining me. Well, it's lovely to um, meet you virtually and to be on your podcast, so thanks for inviting me. Oh, it's a great pleasure. So um, I normally start off for the benefit of people listening with two very basic questions. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> okay, my name's Amanda Donnells Bewley, and what I do, um, oh gosh, lots of things. In my day job, I um, run my own business. I work within the voluntary sector doing marketing, PR, income generation. Cool. That's a posh word for um, fundraising. Uh-huh. And I've been doing that for about four and a half years, and I've been working in the voluntary sector for about 20 years. So since COVID-19 came along and we've had social distancing and the lockdown and and all the the changes that that's brought, how is your life different now compared to how it was before? To be honest, um, I tend to work from home anyway. um, So it's not been that different Uh work-wise, except there are now three other adults in the house at all times. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, we recorded this in what I now call my office, which is actually uh, my V-Dub camper van, which is my oasis. So I've just relocated out outside. <laughs> um, I suppose I'm not going to co-working spaces in Bradford, which I would do quite a bit, maybe once or twice a week and going out and doing meetings. Um, but the other thing is I'm doing lots of volunteering as well, um, which is, a, you know, I hadn't really been doing much of that. Um, so I had just been appointed a director at the Clark Foley Centre about two weeks before lockdown. And so being sort of seconded or asked to join the uh, Ilkley Corona response team was my first part of being on the, on the board at Clark Foley. And so that's led to doing you know doing quite a lot and setting up the scrubs project which i'm sure we'll go on to talk about i'm sure sure we will so um what does the ilkley coronavirus response team actually do okay so that is a group i think there's about 20 to 30 people on it now but it brings together statutory bodies um voluntary sector councillors district councillors local mp local mayor um all together to have a collaborative team approach to supporting our community in a time of crisis. So we meet once a week um, virtually um, and we set up different projects and we look at where there are gaps within the community where people need to be supported. We set up um, a central hotline number that people can either volunteer their time or they can um, say I'm concerned about a neighbour or a friend they're not getting their shopping so we can um, arrange for them to get some food or pick up their prescriptions etc so it's a totally collaborative group um, to support the community and part of that quite early on the medical lead was like okay well the GPs are really struggling to get scrubs Mm. and because 
I have I also have a bunting business and I've done <laughs> commu- yeah, I've done community sewing projects and I've been in doing that for quite a long time. Um I was like, okay, well this is something that I can help with. So this that's how the Scrubs project was was set up from this big collaborative group that we do. That's clearly a really, really interesting kind of thing. Can you sort of tell the story of that? So the Scrubs project came out of the Ilkley Coronavirus Response group meetings and it very much is led by our medical lead which is Dr Caroline Raymond and she tells us what is needed and where. So the meeting happened on a Thursday and by the following Sunday so three days later I already had 20 people who had signed up and because I've done community sewing for the great get-together I knew that, that there was a group of volunteers already almost primed with their sewing machine uh, that I could call upon. Um, but also, I also knew that people like Mary at Cabad and Penny at Good Neighbours that are, are on the group would then help recruit more volunteers, which is exactly what happened. Now we have over 130 people on our database. That's incredible. And we have delivered 332 sets of scrubs within four weeks that's amazing it's absolutely incredible i think the other amazing thing to come out of this group is the sense of community and supporting each other and the importance it plays for those people who are self-isolating who are shielding their they're keeping safe but a lot of them are women we do have men who are sewing but a lot of them are women who are living by themselves it's very isolating yes maybe their family isn't close maybe it's, they're not being they've not been able to zoom call them or anything like that and and actually that's been amazing because now we have these little cluster what we call cluster groups and they're all supporting each other they're checking in with each other they're like you know is there anything you need um just are you okay today so this whole group that was set up to to make scrubs is actually now gone on to be supporting each other and giving them a sense of something that they can be doing when you start sewing it's like it's like anything like model making or art or sewing you get really involved with it and you Mm. stop thinking about the outside world so it's really good for that sort of mental well-being as well of just losing yourself in a project yeah that feeling of flow is is wonderful isn't it time just flies away and such a great outcome i kind of expected yes there'll be a lot of scrubs coming out and my goodness (laughs) have there been but um that sense of community uh, and that bringing of people together is a wonderful wonderful sort of side effect isn't it? it it is absolutely incredible i mean i love meeting people so for me personally that's been super because i, I tell you i could stay i could stand outside on my steps all day and just chat to people <laughs> and what you'll find is um i very much or we very much encourage to make coming to pick the fabric and stuff up or to drop the scrubs off make it part of your daily exercise so just as i've been sort of chatting to you i've noticed two people come in on their bikes and come and get the stuff and then off they go again but yeah quite often people come around the same time in the morning so we live in a little cul-de-sac and everybody's socially isolating in the cul-de-sac but still chatting to each other and then they pick their things up and off they go so it's that sense of community has been lovely actually 
that feeling of community something that Ilkley's always had? Yeah, and, and I think there's, um, there's a sense of, especially with Becky, who I've sort of done this project with, is like, okay, how can we extend this post-coronavirus? How can we continue these relationships? It's what's going to be the legacy of this group because getting 120, 130 volunteers on board so quickly is quite an achievement. And I think it's just um, how do we continue that after lockdown finishes? Um, so, yeah, that's something that we're sort of chatting about. And, um, we've got, in fact, we've got a Zoom call with, with our mm-hmm. sewers again. So, we tried the Zoom call. So, if you consider like over 100 people, uh, we got 58 people on our Zoom call. Um, and that was just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible. So, we've got another one this week, and we'll be asking everybody what it is they'd like to do um, afterwards or sort of continue. Um, so at the moment we're making bunting for VE Day, um, which I'm sure by the time this goes out, it's probably VE Day will have passed. But um, that's again, that's another community thing that we're asking our sewers to make bunting for people to put up in their streets or the care homes or like their communities to celebrate heroes past and present. You know, I, I love bunting. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Trying to uh, conquer the world one bunting length at a time. Fabulous. Actually, one of my questions, I'm going out of order in a kind of bold move now, but you talked about wondering how how to preserve some of the, the goodness that, that's been created after the end of the lockdown when the world is more back to whatever normal <laughs> will be. Have you got any particular aspects of, of this that you would like to see continue afterwards? I love the be kind to each other be kind you know um i think working in the voluntary sector i'm what i really love is that everybody has a story and everybody has a background and i think we especially with social media we're very quick to judge other people um without knowing their journey and so i think my biggest thing is is to be kind to people to have patience and try and understand what their journey has been and then how you can do things together yeah so so important so what do you think is the biggest thing you've kind of learned from this experience the biggest thing that i've learned how to how to use zoom for a start <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And on our call today, using Skype, I have long tried to use Skype and not being able to. So, yeah, getting to grips with that. One thing I've learned, I hate the phrase, it's okay not to be okay. But that thing about being kind and maybe be kind to ourselves. I'm definitely the sort of person that keeps trying, you know, I'm a mum of four with two stepchildren, I'm always trying to keep things together for them, just keep it together. Um, and I have had a wobble, and rather embarrassingly, whilst on a Zoom call, where it just ended up in tears. And do you know what? That's okay, because it's just been a totally sort of weird time for people. Absolutely. Um, and maybe, yeah, to be kind to ourselves as well, give ourselves a bit of sort of, bit of breathing space, really. I, I think the working from home, all of that sort of thing, you know, I've, I've done that for years. Being with my family, we went, my husband and our youngest daughter, we travelled for two months in our camper van around Europe. Oh, wow. We're used to being in a tiny confined space, so that wasn't really so much of a challenge. 
for us really we all know what our flashpoints are but maybe just being a bit kinder to ourselves when we're having a bad day yeah. i think that was my biggest thing i learned that and zoom calling obviously <laughs> <laughs> yes it's all very high tech isn't it so my final question is maybe a bit more fun a lot of people i think have things that they really miss about life in the unimaginable <laughs> before coronavirus passed and i guess that when the lockdowns are relaxed and people are more able to go out they've probably got something they particularly want to do uh, what's yours okay well um hug my kids i think is the biggest thing we've got two of our children living with us um and one also lives in ilkley and we would see them like he's been coming on a daily basis to see us but i can't get anywhere near him so i've kind of that one day really did really get to me because they couldn't even come like we have these big pizza nights and they couldn't even come for that um it's also been my daughter's 30th birthday last week um and normally she'd be here they would be here for easter you know we were a massive big family that gets together constantly so i think i've really missed that sort of physicalness of being around my my children that's hit me a few times and i'm sure that is the same for everybody there are people in our lives that we want to be with and that we can't be with and i think that's been a massive sort of adjustment for people um so yeah i think that's my biggest been my biggest challenge and the biggest thing that i'm looking forward to when when our coronavirus normal sort of disappears and we go back to whatever our normal was <laughs> before i have really missed going to uh, the nurseries, the Old Bridge nurseries, and and putting plants in my garden. So they're across the road. That's going to be like really one thing. But going to the beach, I really want to go to the beach. I love being at the seaside, and I just, you know, I just want to get out in the big wide world. I haven't driven for ages. No, no. <laughs> just like um, my husband does all the shopping, um, and uh, yeah, I. I just want to go to the seaside. I think that's going to be our first trip when we can travel. That'll be something to really look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Well, Amanda, all I can do is thank you so much for, for talking to me. It's been really, really interesting. And actually, while I'm thanking you, I'd just like to say how awesome I think the sewers of uh, Scrubs are. I just think what a fantastic thing to do. You're all brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you for inviting me on. I think. Um, I love being able to get the recognition for uh, a group of wonderful men and women, women and men. They've all just worked so hard and been so committed to serving their community. And um, it's a pleasure to be able to do that with them. Brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks again to the Scrubs Sewers for all their hard work and to Amanda for that very interesting and engaging conversation. Look in the notes for the episode to find links to more information about some of what we discussed. In our next episode, I'll be talking to a high-tech manager of software engineers whose colleagues are mainly based in London. She's been working remotely from them for a while and now the rest of them are remote too. She tells us what they've all learned and what they'll be continuing with after the lockdown ends. The best way not to miss out on this and future episodes is to download the Apple or Google Podcasts app on your phone, search for Ilkley Lockdown and hit the subscribe button. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you.